0: Hi, everyone. Are you ready to be fired up? Because I sure am. I've got my best friend here since I was 15. How many years is that? It's a few. 33. (laughs) 33 years with me, Raquel. And she is a professional yoga instructor slash she works for with people to help them actually have a better life. Um, And so we're going to talk about because in real estate, as a local professional, we go through a lot, and she actually teaches people how to actually enjoy their life. Raquel, welcome. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much for having me. I love you. I'm so excited I about love this. you. Okay, so um, first of all, you guys to know that Raquel, she's the one who taught me how to drive, and there was this <laughs> story one time, and we were like on this, she was learning, teaching me how to drive a stick, and so we're on this hill, and I couldn't get the stick to like the car to go in the We right were at way. a red
1: light too. And so we were on this hill and you started rolling back because you were trying to get from, you know, out of first gear and the car kept rolling back, rolling back. It was a little bit scary.
0: Yeah. So she, scary. she gets out of the car and she's like, back up. You need to back up. She's going to hit you. And I'll just never forget. So, and Raquel was also my buddy who, we were kind of like the daring, there were seven of us, seven best friends. We're all still best friends now. We've been at each other's weddings. We've had babies together and uh raquel and i were probably we were i would say we were the most, the most adventurous would not you say
1: probably yeah definitely actually. yeah
0: we were, we were the least boring too that's for sure <laughs> anyway okay so best friend tell us let me a little bit about um your story like first of all how did you end up where you're at and mm-hmm. well a number of
1: years ago right out of college i actually um was fortunate enough to get hired as a tech analyst in the financial services industry and back then this was the the mid 90s i really started to appreciate based on my research where technology was taking us and um, because of my carpal tunnel um, and tendonitis in, in my wrists i actually got back into yoga which my aunt had introduced me to when i was eight and what i found was that it really just sparked something in my heart And I knew that that was, you know, something I wanted to investigate more. And um, having majored in economics, my mom was incredibly surprised that I decided to give up my career in the financial services industry to actually um, embark on this new career as a yoga instructor. Um, If you fast forward a few years after I had started teaching, um, my husband and I were in a... um, accident on a quad and I injured my neck I had lateral whiplash and had injured my my right shoulder and you know after a few months I just kind of figured that was normal um you know just healing time that was required and then a year went by and then another year and you know after five years something really ignited in me this this tenacity to, to get to the po- bottom of my chronic pain, and that's when I really was introduced to fascia, connective tissue, um, how the mind works and how the mind changes when an individual has lived with chronic pain for a number of years. Um, once I became pain-free, it really led me to better understand how I can influence and improve the quality of life that, that people are currently living in when they are living with chronic pain day in, day out, night after night, year after year. So, um, and that's that's what that's what I do. I help people
0: think out of the pillbox so that they can enjoy their life. I love it. She helps people think out of the pillbox. So, you understand, Raquel gets into this ATV accident, and, you know, while her kids are wanting to go up to Trinity and get the Christmas tree, she can't go because... She's in so much pain, she can't make it. And it really started affecting her psyche. And so when she was able to get it under control, and she she calls it mind-mouth movement. And the reason I have her on right now is I just had a summit. It was an awesome summit, uh, five days long. And we had two different groups in. And on the last group, the mastery group, I had Raquel come in and do a training. And everyone just absolutely loved it. Their eyes were wide open. So I wanted her to come here and kind of talk to you a little bit about the strategies that That um, she's teaching other people and understand when you're in pain, it can be something that you might seem thinks, you know, it seems little to you or not a big deal, but it messes with, you know, not Uh just your, your physically, but your, your mental status and your quality of life. So it changes your brain. It literally changes. changes the
1: wiring in your brain. So explain that. Sure. So um, what we understand, let's first just back up a little bit. So the difference between acute and chronic pain. Acute is, you know, you you injure yourself and you quote unquote heal within a reasonable time frame. Chronic pain, of course, is when you continue to experience pain far beyond the duration of time that the medical community or the medical establishment would consider appropriate you know mm-hmm. maybe they say oh within three months or maybe within 10 or 11 months you should be back to
0: normal and those several months pass and guess but what even when somebody's in pain for like for me when my back hurts for a month or two or a couple of weeks i mean it just messes me up so oh, i mean yeah. to me even a couple of weeks worth of having some kind of a it is it really messes my mind yeah and what i what i found in my own lived experience was
1: you know how it literally changes your behavior it changes your thoughts it changes you from being you know the fun wrestling camping mom you know the one who loves going out on the boat um, fishing or you know wakeboarding
0: to the one who just all of a sudden becomes the observer or even just the the, the the cheer mom or dad or the dad that wants to, oh, you yeah. know, give the kids a pe- piggyback ride or, or pick them up to take them to bed at night. I mean, yeah. it's not just, it, it affects every aspect of your life when you're in pain. Yeah. And, you know, tying into our productivity,
1: when you are in chronic pain, it starts to change your narrative it starts to make you question you know your own worth your ability to contribute your ability to add value not only in your personal relationships your friendships but also you know in terms of your work environment and and what i found was that when we start to disconnect from what we feel our purpose is, and how we are able to contribute to our community, to our society, to you know, to our employer, um, or when we're self-employed, that you start immediately experiencing diminishing returns, right? And as an econ major, I really look at things, you know, with um, an economist's lens. So when you are living with chronic pain, there's an opportunity cost to that. Because when you are experiencing chronic pain, that time that's invested in your suffering is taking you away
0: from time that can be used more productively. So when you're in pain, you are less productive, you have less energy, happiness goes down, serotonin goes down. I mean, all these different parts of our brain, chemistry changes, and we're not able to show up like we should. We're not, we're not, we don't show up like that leader, like that you know, that, that agent or that lender who's just super, you know, confident and ready to go up there and enthusiastic and change the world. It messes every part of you up. Yeah. And I think what I really want to um, challenge everyone to consider is
1: how is it that your quality of life, your productivity, your income for that matter is being influenced by. Did you guys
0: hear that? Your income, your income is being influenced by the fact that you are living in chronic pain and not doing anything about it. Yeah, and I, and I would argue that your ability to concentrate,
1: your ability to focus, um, your ability to be creative, imaginative, retain new information, you know, as you're learning. Maybe you're in your program, you know, going through modules and trying to understand how to use Facebook or how to become a, you know, a community market leader. How is it that this chronic pain is changing literally the the structural integrity of your brain, the hormones in your brain and in your body, where it is making you not handle stress well, or it is making you, you know, experience that brain fog where you really, you're
0: there, but you're really just not. Yeah. And also you're, you're not as good with your kids. You're Then you feel guilty about not being as you know, being that happy mom, you're not, you're not connecting with your spouse as much. Like every aspect of everything is really,
1: really negatively impacted. And then all of a sudden, what do you see? You see people start saying this kind of thing. Oh, you know, I I have lower back pain or I suffer from chronic neck pain, but you know what? It's always like that. It's like they're normal. They've, they've brought the bar down. Mm.
0: It's like their pain is hijacking their body and high checking their their mental, who they are.
1: Oh, absolutely. To the point where if you've lived with chronic pain long enough, you really start to not even recognize who you are.
0: Yeah. That just seems so sad. Well, here's the good news. We are going to go for a quick break here. And in about 30 seconds, Raquel is going to tell you how, if you have chronic pain, ways that you can overcome that. So get ready. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, can I get real with you real quick? Think about this. What would three more clients in the next 30 days mean to your real estate or lending business? It would mean more financial freedom, more time, and you'd be able to finally breathe financially. But let me ask you, what are you doing different to actually get a different result? Are you doing the exact same things you've always done and getting the same results? Well. I think it's time to try something new and I've got your answer. I want you to go to www.3clientsin30.com slash podcast now and sign up. You're going to be working with me for the next 15 days and I'm going to give you relevant strategies that will absolutely change your business. We've had multiple agents and lenders across the country pick up as many as six clients just during this 15-day challenge alone. So don't hesitate. Don't wait. Learning is great, but if you don't actually apply, and it means nothing at all. So visit three clientsand 30.com slash podcast right now. And I can't wait to see you there. Be sure to join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes. And be sure to check out Krista slash podcast for free downloads and resources. Can't wait to see you next time. Okay, so we're back, Raquel. So now we're, we've talked about chronic pain, how de, 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 what's the word?
1: Debilitating. Debilitating it can
0: be. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're and how it can not only hijack um, your own body, but your actual whole existence. How you show up as a parent, how you show up as a spouse, how you show up as a community market leader, as a professional. Now we're going to talk about the mind, mouth, movement aspects of chronic pain and how what are the solutions? If somebody's listening right now and they're experiencing chronic pain or even quite, you know, not even, it has to be so long, but enough that this pain is really affecting their, their productivity, their income, their happiness, what are the solutions? First of all, I think that, you know, one of the things that, that
1: you know, triggered me to look at my relationship with pain a little bit differently was to really put on my, my business hat which might sound a little peculiar, um, but I really started to look at my chronic pain through this cost-benefit analysis, right? You know, what was what was this costing me? And we've already talked a little bit about, you know, how it negatively impacts your relationship. It negatively impacts, you know, your your intimacy or your desire to be intimate. Um, and, you know, your your contribution, your worth, your productivity at work. Um, you know, in terms of benefits, I, I really don't find a benefit to living with chronic pain. Um, but I think there is a message within the mess, right? Chronic pain turns our life into an ugly an ugly mess. And um, in, that, in that regard, I, I tell my clients, you know, how, what is your pain trying to express to you? You know, it could be, you know, coming to terms with a really negative marriage, an unhealthy marriage. It can be um, an old trauma. Um, and oftentimes in the neurosciences showing this, that our trauma, our memories, our experiences from the past greatly influence how we perceive <coughs> pain in the present explain that meaning you know for example if in fact you've had a trauma a childhood that was incredibly um either let's just say violent or you were um a victim of of abuse or there was you know mental mental
0: sexual Uh, Whatever type physical.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Um, And maybe this is better, better expressed through through a story. Um, I've, I've worked with people and spoken with people who, you know, maybe just sprained their ankle and it really just didn't seem like that big of a deal. And Really, after decades, never recovered. And through, you know, working with me and creating their healing team, which is part of, you know, working with my program, identifying who your support team is, um, really understood how a, a terrible loss in their past, coupled with, you know, maybe not just their best friend passing away, but maybe their horse and other things, and then also a divorce,
0: you know, really started manifesting in that. Discomfort. and that So are you pain, saying that basically traumas that happen to us as adults or as children um, can manifest themselves in a physical state? Absolutely. The issues are in our tissues. The issues are in our tissues. Wow. Yeah, this reminds me of EMDR. EMDR is so helpful in getting people to get past through psychological problems. I'm so glad you said that. I often recommend um, a lot
1: of my clients just based on our our connection and you know what shared with me and again going back to that healing team you know people who really believe in your capacity in your human bodies your 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 human brain's ability to overcome and heal that you're able to actually connect with people who help you release that stuck stress and you know really release that trauma
0: and that pain and that emotional hurt so the, so the pain isn't necessarily just physical pain it's what don't everyone really get that here is it's not just physical pain it's mental pain or psychological emotional pain that we are we've that then manifests itself in a physical way or it could just be just the mental pain Mm -hmm. exactly if you look at our society and and
1: the level of stress that most of us live with day in day out and our bodies frankly, are not designed to function in that sympathetic nervous system, right? That fight or flight, you know, freeze response, you know, and within the autonomic nervous system, you also have the parasympathetic nervous system. That's the side of the nervous system where you're really repairing, digesting, restoring, recuperating. But when you're living in this high stress, you know, information data is constantly bombarding you with cell phone twitter twitter Twitter, facebook messages then you're not you're not giving your central nervous system your brain your you know your connective tissue or fascia an opportunity to be in an environment where it's actually being you know
0: supported in a safe place to heal to change wow so what are the solutions so somebody's listening to this right now and they're like you know Raquel Krista I'm stressed out, I have a lot of anxiety, you know, I can never get enough done, you know. uh... It's
1: kind of, it's almost counterintuitive. What what I always recommend my clients do is start by really assessing how they're using their three M's. Those three M's are their mind, their movement, and their mouth. Um, Now, I'll just kind of dive into the mouthpiece here. The mouthpiece, you know, when I start working with clients, they'll say, "Oh my gosh, Raquel, don't tell me you're going to put me on a diet. I don't want to go on a diet." I'm like, "No, it's not just about your nutrition. Although nutrition plays a critical role because we do know that foods are greatly tied to, you know, you know, putting your body in an inflammatory state. Um, So yeah, that's we we definitely want to highlight that and respect the role that food can be medicine, but also language. How are you using your mouth? To really manifest and complement the negative thoughts from your chronic pain. And by that I mean, you know, I've had clients who often will we, initially, when we start working together, they're like, oh, this damn leg or this bleeping, you know, neck of mine. And, you know, really this negative and um, derogatory, um, Place that they catch themselves in, and we start talking about how that mouthpiece is really tied to how chronic pain has influenced the structural integrity of your brain, right? Your mind, and when we talk about the mind, that first and within the three ends, it's really understanding pain. Like, how can we better understand pain and what the neuroscience is sharing with us? What pain science is telling us to come from a place of of knowledge, a different understanding a different relationship to our own pain, and then maybe start incorporating how and why a sense of mindfulness or a level of of you know meditation can start to undo or maybe recreate you know some new pathways within our brain to start changing our relationship with our pain and then of course the The other end is your movement, you know? And you know, I have clients, you know, who are one extreme or the other, I have clients who even through their pain, they're like boom, 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 they're just like pushing through it no matter how much hip pain, no matter if they're limping, you know, no matter if they're walking funny, they're still walking, you know, 18,000 steps, 20,000 steps. And you know, those clients, I'm like, okay, let's see what happens if you You slow down. Yeah. Right. And those are really interesting characters, right. In terms of like, oh, they're just like a type personalities and they're going for it and they're going for it and they're pushing through it. Now, then I have the other extreme, right. Where their chronic pain is, has really hijacked, not just their mind, but also they are, you know, there's this like pain catastrophizing or central sensitization where you really have this, you know, this avoidance, like you're so fearful of triggering a spasm, triggering pain, where you're just like, hell no, I'm not, I'm just not doing anything, right? Maybe they're gaining a lot of weight. Um, so then how can we encourage movement, but not maybe a kickboxing class, right? Maybe not something incredibly strenuous. And that's really where I find the magic happens. It's where where we can incorporate movement that's subtle but profoundly effective to help you feel like you can breathe again, or like you can really relax again. Um, so the three M's, again, are your mind, your movement, and your mouth. And what I found... And mind being... Vomiting, thinking—absolutely. Um, and when you consider how many thoughts we have in the course of a day, the reality is most of us, even if you're not living with you know chronic pain, you tend to be pretty hard on yourself, yes. right?
0: We have between 80,000 thoughts a day. Exactly, so we have to be very mindful as far as what we're saying because. Your mind is a mental roadmap to get you what you want. You get what you think. Energy goes where focus flows. You get oh, what you're saying. Absolutely. So self talk and thoughts are so powerful to keep those in check.
1: And when people start, you know, to to just take the pause enough to really start to just notice the in the integrity and the quality of their thoughts, then it's no, it's not that far fetched to say, wow, what if I purposely say something positive? What if I purposely Spin it into something that's actually nice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, teaching ourselves again to be gentle in ourselves and to be kind to ourselves is really a practice. And slowing things down, um, our thoughts as well as our movement in particular, can
0: really have a profound effect on how we're feeling overall. So, a strategy for you if you're listening, we have our students do this in the program is to get a bracelet or a hair tie. One that you can remove, and anytime you say anything that is self, def, you know, def, def, not being nice to yourself, putting yourself down, things like, "I don't look good enough," "It's too hard," "I can't do that," "There's already a top producer," "The market is, you know, overwhelmed," "I haven't been doing this long enough," you know, um, "I'm fat," "I'm skinny," "My hair is too long," "My hair is too short," "My nose is big," whatever it might be, "My husband's a jerk," you know, uh, "It's too hard," "I'm not good with technology." Anytime you say any type of negative thought, you're going to recognize that you're saying it. Take the rubber band, move it on the other hand, and then restate the thought in a positive manner. First of all, what you're gonna find is this you're gonna not gonna realize, you're gonna realize how often you're mean to yourself, just how bad you talk to yourself, just how much you put yourself down. Oh yeah. You're gonna realize that you'd have no friends at all if you talk to your friends when you speak to yourself. So that's a great activity. Within a week or two, you're gonna start noticing yourself purposely, like the the easy thoughts, the positive thoughts, the self-positive affirmations are going to start coming easier. Those around you are going to start noticing it. They're going to start doing it. It's an amazing thing. Mm -hmm. So that is mind. Keep your mind intact. And can I add one
1: thing about the mind piece? Um, What I really have found effective is really beginning to understand behavioral change right, in behavioral sciences, where you really start to understand how when the brain hijacks or when pain hijacks your brain, how it begins to cultivate these really negative and, um, patterns habits that don't serve you they don't serve you in any aspect of your life your relationships again your productivity and so your when money that you make. To, yeah so when it comes to using you know your mind within the within the 3m's part of the process you know in terms of working with my clients is how can we start cultivating new healthy habits that don't have to take you know so much effort that aren't so incredibly intimidating that can actually start to give you these steps towards success where you're just starting to feel like hey you know what i can do this and i don't have to trigger some type of flare-up or some kind of you know you know difficult or painful response um so behavioral change is a part of the the
0: and that refers to the, the mind. mind. Okay. And we, we, we've got only a few minutes left here. So now mouth, what mind. you eat.
1: And oh, so now yeah.
0: mouth is what you eat. What you also say. what you're saying. Um, yeah. and, and all that has a huge aspect. And then movement, mm-hmm. whether it's doing less or doing more, just changing what you're doing. And what I want to really... I love how they all just are so intertwined. They are.
1: You can't really separate one from the other, especially when you've been living with
0: chronic pain
1: for, you know, really over several months. Mm-hmm. Um, and, when, and again,
0: remember, emotional or physical, they, they're in, they're intertwined. They both go together. Yeah,
1: they do. And really, chronic pain can turn into its own disease, mm-hmm. and that's what you know. Doctors are really and scientists are really starting to help. You know, people understand when you've lived with chronic pain for so long, the pain itself becomes,
0: becomes the disease. Yes. I love it. So first of all, you're so smart, like wicked smart. Raquel's the kind of person where she just has vast knowledge and don't ever get into a fight with her because she can think of things like to say so quickly. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. can't do it. Like she always roasts me whenever we ever have little disagreements growing up. <laughs> Never know. Um, and then lastly, how can people, if they want to learn more about what you do, how do they, how can they get in contact with you?
1: Well, there's a couple of ways. I actually just give us
0: one because it's okay. W- sure, the easiest way. Raquel Raquelotis.com. R a q u e l o t i s dot com, and we'll put in the show notes other ways. But one sure. call to action for those it.
1: Yeah, got it. Um, and I definitely want to con- just convey to everybody as we wrap up that the amount of time that's Really required to make subtle yet significant changes in the quality of your life when you've been living with chronic pain doesn't have to be an hour, an hour and a half a day. And that also, you know, the idea that, oh, I don't have the time for this. I don't have time to take care of myself and slow down. You know, we can just gift ourselves maybe five or 10 minutes on one day, maybe 20 or 30 minutes another day and maybe one day on the weekend, maybe you do have 45 or 60 minutes, but just moving the needle forward, even if it's a little tiny bit, Mm. every single day
0: is something and it's better than nothing. Just like the slight edge, every little bit adds up to massive action later. I like that because people are, they are afraid of taking care of themselves. They don't have the time. So they just continue to make their life become worse and worse. So Raquel, you've been awesome, raquelotis.com. please, if you're suffering from chronic pain or mental pain, reach out to her. We'll have more information in the show notes. She has a gift for you that you can download um, by clicking the link, and we'll, we'll get you uh, a gift from Raquel. And thank you so much, Pastor Thank you for having me. I love you. You're I awesome. I you. <laughs> okay. Okay, but remember, it's great to learn, but without taking action, you're going to be stuck in the same place. In order to see true change in our business, we need to take true change in the actions that we take. Learning is awesome, but without implementing. You're going to be in the exact same place. You can't keep doing what you've always done and expect a different result, right? So true. Okay, thank everyone. Everyone's so bad, Raquel. Thank you so much. And as always, thank you so much for spending Thanks a small for tuning in. every day with Hey, can I get real with you real quick? Think about this. What would three more clients in the next 30 days mean to your real estate or lending business? It would mean more financial freedom, more time, and you'd be able to finally breathe financially. But let me ask you, what are you doing different? to actually get a different result. Are you doing the exact same things you've always done and getting the same results? Well, I think it's time to try something new and I've got your answer. I want you to go to www.3clientsin30.com slash podcast now and sign up. You're going to be working with me for the next... 15 days, and I'm going to give you relevant strategies that will absolutely change your business. We've had multiple agents and lenders across the country pick up as many as six clients just during this 15-day challenge alone. So don't hesitate. Don't wait. Learning is great, but if you don't actually apply, then it means nothing at all. So visit 3clientsin30.com slash podcast right now, and I can't wait to see you there. Be sure to join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes and be sure to check out KristaMayshore.com slash podcast for free downloads and resources. Can't wait to see you next time.